Chapter 9 Altars and Shrines If you plan to do magic frequently, and why wouldn't you, you may decide to erect an altar into your home. An altar can be a TV table draped with a beautiful cloth, an ornate antique cabinet, or anything in between. Your altar is your basic workbench for doing magic. It establishes a sanctuary in your home and provides a focal point for casting spells, performing rites and rituals, and meditating. You go there to temporarily leave the ordinary, everyday world behind and enter sacred space. Setting up your altar. Many witches include at least one central altar in a sacred space. Some believe it's important to place their altars in the east. Others prefer the north, but whatever you choose to put, yours is fine. Go with what feels right. For practical purposes, setting the altar in the middle of your circle makes sense, especially if a number of people will join you there for rituals. Everyone can gather around it easily, and a central candle placed on the altar can symbolize spirit as the guiding force for the ritual. You can set up a permanent altar if your living circumstances permit. If you don't have enough space or share your home with other people who may not respect your altar, you can create a temporary one and dismantle it when you're finished doing your magic. If you're lucky enough to have a nice area outside to work in, you might position an altar there. Perhaps you could dedicate a special large stone to that purpose. What goes on your altar? Witches usually set up something depicting the four elements somewhere on their altars. These can be physical representations such as salt for earth, water for water, a candle for fire, and incense for air. Some magicians display their wands, pentagrams, athames, and chalices openly on their altars. If you decide to lay out your tools on your altar, be sure to include all four. You may also like to place candles in handsome candle holders, some crystals, statues of favorite deities, flowers, and other meaningful objects there. Many people store their magical gear in their altars. A cabinet with drawers is the perfect place to stash additional candles, incense, herbs, oracles, ritual clothing, and various other ingredients that you will use in your spells. Your altar should bring you a sense of peace, joy, harmony, and personal power. Choose only things that hold p- positive associations for you to display on your altar. Attuning your altar to your purpose. The items and symbols you bring to your altar largely depend on the purpose of your magic. Therefore, they may change regularly depending on the type of, per- of spell or ritual that you're doing. For example, for a ritual to honor your ancestors, you might want to include their photographs or personal effects. If you're doing a spell for love, you might set a vase of roses there. Some witches enjoy decorating their altars according to the seasons or holidays. Spring flowers and some painted eggs add a pretty touch at Ostera. A cornucopia of fruits and vegetables could bring the flavor of the harvest festival Lun. Nasada to your sacred space. At Yule, use every green sprigs and pine cones to set the scene. 
It's a good idea to cleanse and purify all the things you plan to use for magical workings or to place on your altar beforehand. An easy way to do this is to light a stick of incense, such as cedar or sandalwood, and then pass the objects through the smoke. Mobile magic. You can even make a mobile altar to take along with you when you travel. You can transform a small box into a portable altar. Decorate it with images that imply magic to you, or pack a pretty scarf to drape over it. Fill the box with a few of the basics, tea light candles, incense cones, small crystals, etc. Or consider putting an altar on your smartphone or iPad. Photograph your home altar or choose images that speak to you and look at them whenever you want, wherever you go. Add some peaceful music to set the mood and you're good to go. Adding altars in your circle. To connect with the four elements in the four corners of creation, some witches erect four small altars within their sacred spaces. If you decide to do this, position one altar at each of the four main compass points of your working space. These are known as the quarters. You can either create permanent or temporary altars for a specific purpose. Consider placing items that represent the element on its respective altar. This can help to strengthen your connection with that element and enrich your experience during your magical working. Here are some suggestions. For East, the element is air. Suggested objects is a yellow candle, feathers, incense, wind chimes. For South, the element is fire. Suggested objects is a red candle, red color stones, bloodstone, carnelian, ruby, figurine of a dragon. For West, the element is water and the objects are blue, candle, shells, bowl of water. For north, the element is earth, and the objects is a green candle, stones or crystals, potted plants, marble or ceramic statue. An easy way to assign each altar to an element is to cover it with a cloth of the element's color. Air, yellow, fire, red, water, blue, north, green. You might also consider putting a picture of the archangel who presides over each direction on the appropriate altar. East, Raphael. South, Michael. West, Gabriel. North, Uriel. Later in this chapter, you'll learn to call upon these deities to assist you in your magical workings. Elemental Shrines. A shrine is a place to honor something or someone and to leave offerings. It serves as a physical point of contact where you can connect to a god or goddess, your guardian angel, a spirit animal, or an ancestor. Your altar can be used for these things as well, but a shrine is not a workspace for doing magic like an altar. Shrines are easier to set up and maintain because they aren't as complex. A shrine can consist of a postcard, a specifically charged crystal, a plant, or a small statue. If you don't want your family or roommate to know what you're doing, keep it simple. You know why those particular things are together. Anyone else looking at them will think that it's just a decorative arrangement. Using a shrine as a focus for specific activities can also help unclutter your main altar area. Famous Shrines Since ancient times, all cultures have created shrines to honor deities and to mark sacred space. 
Stonehenge, a giant megalithic circle in Wiltshire, England, remains a mystery today, but anthropologists think it might have been a sacred site for rituals or perhaps a shrine to deities. The sanctuary at Luxor, Egypt, is a stunning shrine to the lion-headed goddess. Other amazing shrines include the Hanging Gardens of Hafia in Israel, Machu Picchu in Peru, and the Grand Mosque in Mecca. An element shrine is a place where you can connect with one element or all four. For example, if you build a water shrine, you can include a goblet of water, a small fountain, shells, river stones, or even just pictures of a waterfall or a calm lake. A fire shrine may be a collection of candles in reds and golds set on a crimson cloth, perhaps with a small brass figurine of a lion. The important thing is to think about what each element means to you and to gather a few items that represent your feelings and intentions regarding it. Shrines for Harmony in the Home Experiment with creating four separate shrines in four different places in your home. You can try building the earth shrine in the northern part of your house, the air shrine in the east, the fire shrine in the south, and the water shrine in the west. Make sure to have one shrine for each element so that your home remains balanced. Does your home have a room where people tend to lose their tempers or energy runs too high? It may have an excess of fire energy that arises from its decor or as a result of how the energy flows through it. Try setting up an earth shrine or a water shrine in that room to ease tension and bring harmony. Choose a peaceful picture, a pretty blue or green stone, a shell, or a plant. If the area of your home or workspace seems sluggish or heavy, consider building a fire shrine there. A photo of a sunny beach, a redstone, a vase of red or orange flowers, whatever feels right to you. You can do this in your office or your workplace too. Nobody has to know. Memorial Shrines. Around the world, people create shrines to honor people who have died in battles or other catastrophes. These memorials, such as Footprints Fountain at Ground Zero in New York, serve as focal points for love, respect, prayers, gratitude, and hope. Not only do memorials such as these remind us of the victims and circumstances, they also hold the intentions of the people who visit and invoke peaceful energies to help neutralize the traumas that took place there. Some people put up shrines at roadsides where fatal auto accidents occurred. When you visit the grave of a beloved friend or relative and perhaps lay flowers or mementos there, you are showing reverence at a shrine created to honor that person. Calling the Four Quarters Directions Now let's put together some of the things you've learned in the previous chapters to do a more advanced form of circle casting. Many magical traditions call the quarters as part of casting a circle. Not everyone uses the same words or gestures, however. Wiccans probably won't perform this practice in exactly the same way as ceremonial magicians do. Before you cast your circle, erect four altars, one at each of the compass points. Decorate them as described earlier with objects and symbols that represent the elemental energies of each direction. Of course, you'll want to cleanse, purify, and consecrate them first. Make sure you have everything in place before you actually cast the circle. Then once you and everyone else who will participate are inside it, you can light a candle at each altar and call in the quarters. 
In invoking ritual, some people invoke angels when calling the quarters. As we first discussed in chapter 4, usually Raphael is associated with the east, Michael with the south, Gabriel with the west, and Uriel with the north. The deities are invoked in this order and released in the opposite order. Or you might choose to invite gods, goddesses, animal totems, or other spirits to whom you feel a special connection or who have links to the purpose of your spell ritual. The following description is eclectic and generic, but nonetheless functional. As you call out to the four directions, visualize beams of pure white light stretching into the sky and connecting you at each of those directions to the powers of the universe. In time, you may wish to customize the ritual, adapting it to the season of your intention. You can even design your own entirely. Begin at the east. Light a yellow candle here and face outward with your back to the center of the circle. Call out to the forces of the east saying, beings of air, guardians of the east, breath of transformation, come, be welcome in this sacred space. I, we ask that you stand firm to guard and protect, refresh and inspire me, support the magic created here by conveying my wishes on every wind as it blows across the earth. Move clockwise to the south and light a red candle. Invoke the deities of the south by saying, Beings of fire, guardians of the south, spark of creation that banishes the darkness, come, be welcome in this sacred space. I ask that you stand firm to guard and protect, activate and motivate me. Support the magic created here by conveying my wishes to the sun, the stars, and every beam of light that embraces the earth. Continue to the west, light a blue candle, and call out, Beings of water, guardians of the west, reign of imagination, come. Be welcome in this sacred space. I ask that you stand firm to guard and protect, heal and nurture me. Support the magic created here by conveying my wishes to the dewdrops, rain, and the waves as they wash across the world. Walk to the north, light a green candle, and say, Beings of earth, guardians of the north, soil of foundation, come. Be welcome in this sacred space. We ask that you stand firm to guard and protect, support and provide for me. Support the magic created here by conveying my wishes to every grain of sand, every bit of loam that is in our world. Move into the center of the circle and intone, Ancient One, the power that binds all the elements into oneness and source of my magic, come. Be welcome in this sacred space. I ask that you stand firm to guard and protect, guide and enhance all the energy created here. May it be for the good of all, so mote it be. Once you've established your circle and feel the presence of the beings you've invited to join you in your sacred space, continue with your magic spell or ritual. Closing the circle and releasing magical energies. Releasing the sacred space is as, is an important, is as important as erecting it. At the end of your workings, release the sphere you've created, thank the powers who've assisted you, ask them to keep guiding the energy you've raised. Bid them farewell until the next time. Begin in the north quarter and move counterclockwise as if you're unwinding something. See the beams of light that connected you to the rest of the universe slowly evaporating back into the void. Just because they leave your sacred space doesn't mean they're gone. Energy can't be destroyed, it only changes form. They simply return to their source at the four corners of creation and attend to their tasks. At the north point, say, 
guardians, guides, and ancestors of the north and earth. I thank you for your presence and protection. Keep me rooted in your rich soil so my spirits grow steadily until I return to your protection again. Hail and farewell, then extinguish the candle. Move to the west and say, guardians, guides, and ancestors of the, wa- of the west in water, I thank you for your presence and protection. Keep me flowing ever toward wholeness in my body, mind, and spirit until I return to your protection again. Hail and farewell, then extinguish the candle. Continue on to the south and say, guardians, guides, and ancestors of the south in fire, I thank you for your presence and protection. Keep your fires ever burning within my soul to the light, any darkness, and drive it away until I return to your protection again. Hail and farewell, then extinguish the candle. Go to the east and say, guardians, guides, and ancestors of the east and air, I thank you for your presence and protection. Keep your winds blowing fresh with ideas and hope until I return to your protection again. Hail and farewell, then extinguish the candle. In the circle center say, Great Spirit, thank you for blessing this space. I know that a part of you is always with me and and as still small voices that guides, protects, and nurtures me. Help me to listen to that voice to trust it and trust in my own magic. Before leaving the circle, some witches like to join hands and offer a closing chant such as Mary meet, Mary part, and Mary meet again calling the quarters an alternative. Your invocation can be as simple or eloquent as you wish. Use your imagination. Here's a simpler and quicker technique if you're short on time. Stand in the center of the circle, facing east, while you say aloud, before me Raphael, guardian of the east. Behind me Gabriel, guardian of the west. To my right Michael, guardian of the south. To my left Uriel, guardian of the north. Be here now. At the end of the spell or ritual, remember to release the energies you've called in and thank them for assisting you. Working with the quarters and the spirits is a lot like being in an evolving relationship with someone you respect and admire. If you treat these entities accordingly, you will rarely be disappointed.